Hello, and welcome to Career Talk with OG, where we empower you so opportunities come to you. Through our series of podcasts, we will give you relevant, practical, actionable career tips and strategies. We believe that through the act of storytelling, we can deliver relatable and authentic talks that allow listeners to gain real-world insight into the career journeys of industry professionals. With our very own Sasson, we bring to you Career Talk with OG. Our last speaker is another friend of mine, Wendy Chan, who will be talking uh, about uh, my imperfect model minority student. Or, excuse me, sorry, my imperfect model minority story. And uh, Wendy is currently working as a marketing communications manager for uh, LIDAR, which is a tech company in Silicon Valley. Uh, she helps brands create, communicate, and deliver online and offline experiences, and also enjoys a good laugh and a slice of cheesecake in that order. All right. So, Wendy, welcome. It's all yours. Thanks so much for the introduction, Oscar. Uh, wow. I, I got to stick around for the panel a little bit, and uh, I don't know how to follow. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, I uh, want to appreciate, uh, you know, the privilege to be able to speak today. Uh, and I think my story will kind of echo a lot of things um, most of you have said on the panel. So hopefully my story is one of many and give you some inspiration, um, maybe give you some takeaways. So uh, I'm gonna share my screen. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, so this is gonna be a bit of my story. Um, and like I said, I wanted to kind of maybe probably echo a lot of the different experiences uh, that a lot of the panelists actually had. So. Uh, could you go to the first slide for me, Oscar? So uh, not that anyone needs a definition, but I uh, wanted to get a, a proper definition of what you know a model minority is. So uh, it's a cultural expectation placed on Asian Americans as a group that each individual will be smart, wealthy, hardworking, self-reliant, uh, living the American dream, uh, submissive, obedient, uh, completely. Uh, uncomplaining and spiritually enlightened and never need of assistance. So uh, I don't know how many of you, um, you know, follow this to a T, but I think on the surface, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times we are very hardworking. Um, but I would say for me, I fall short in a lot of ways <laughs> in meeting this expectation. Um, so, uh, and then you'll hear that through my story um, and more or less. So uh, yeah, um, could you go to the next slide for me, Oscar? So I wanted to start off with sort of, not the end, but just where I'm at and some of my results. So this is a bit of a flex for me. So uh, so I live in uh, the Silicon Valley in the Bay Area in California. Um, I live on my own. Uh, so I think uh, for me, that's quite a bit of accomplishment to be able to um, you know, be also a, a female living on my own um, in, the, in the Bay Area. Um, I went to a pretty competitive high school, which was ranked one of the, I believe, top 1% in California, um, called Lindbrook. Uh, I went to UC Davis. I majored in manager economics uh, and graduated in four years. I've been working the last seven years full-time in uh, the Silicon Valley as a marketing professional. And um, there's some of the companies that I've gotten to 
work at. Uh, and along the way, I also had a small business uh, running an e-commerce online store um, selling beauty products. So uh, I would say all around, um, I've done a little bit of different things. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, and I, I wanted to share that a little bit to kind of give you, uh, yeah, just some of the results that I've um, gotten so far. So um, could you go to the next slide for me? Uh, on top of that, um, you know, different opportunities I've had to, you know, tour different um, operations and plants in, you know, different Fortune 500 companies, um, different speaking, small talks, as well as um, conferences and, um, yeah, conferences I've gotten to travel for work um, that were paid for and had different opportunities there. So, which um, I feel very grateful for. And yeah, so uh, all in all, um, you know, a little taste of um, what I feel like I've personally accomplished. Uh, wanted to take it back to just who I am behind, you know, all of that. Uh, so my name is Wendy. So uh, I'm 29 years old and um, I am first generation, like many of you on this call, um, Chinese American, uh, where I my family is from a smaller village in China called Toisan, uh, which uh, very much is kind of a rare breed <laughs> nowadays, especially those living in uh, the United States. Um, you can almost say that Toisan people are kind of like San Franciscoans uh, um, within California. So we are definitely Chinese. Um, just like if you're a Californian, you're also a, um, you know, a uh, doesn't necessarily mean you are also a San Francisco native, right? So um, kind of a small set, kind of a minority within already a minority group. <laughs> so um, I was born in um, uh, California and I was raised by a single mom. Uh, and I think having a single parent, um, it's very common to um, pretty much kind of be very like expected to, you know, pull your bootstraps and there's no coddling. Uh, so you kick, fight, and scream for everything you want, <laughs> and uh, I think um, you know that that taught me that yeah, you got anything you want in life, you really have to, um, you yeah, you have to go out there and pursue it, right? Uh, and um, my sister had a very similar experience, um, and I believe she um, tried to be on this call with me too to hear my story. Uh, so she was very much kind of a second mom um, going uh, growing up, and so she sort of co-parented in a lot of different ways. So um, yeah, I mean, as you kind of expect, you know, with one single parent, you only have one um, income source. So grew up pretty low income. And um, I think a part of that, you know, you don't have as many opportunities because whether we like to admit it or not, finances have a part in play in, you know, opening doors, maybe where, where you're at or even the schools you go to, right? Um, so I very much felt that that really impacted yeah just like how I saw my other peers maybe had certain advantages that I didn't uh, and you had to work harder and smarter or be smarter than yeah was expected right so um, that's a little bit about my family background um, so go to the next slide for me Oscar and so yeah I want to also share a little bit about my journey in my formal education uh, because I think a lot of you just resonate on, you know, kind of the myth or idea that school is definitely a one um, 
milestone, you know, being a first gen that was supposed to be unlock, you know, all the things to be successful, right? And as kind of um, a lot of people in the panel said, it's not really that, you know, not that easy, but it's, it's not as clear as what that is, right? So I think being Asian, um, this, the standard is very much um, kind of like how I wrote in this presentation, your A, B, C, D, Fs, <laughs> um, where the rule book is, if you get an A, is considered average. B, you're below average. C, you can't have dinner. D, don't come home. And if you get an F, seriously, just find a new family. <laughs> so uh, I very much had that instilled in me growing up. Um, and it's a very common experience and mindset to have. Uh, and so the pressure to perform is pretty high. So um, I would say that I was pretty much like a B, B plus student all around. Um, so I would never have said that, yeah, like I got all straight A's um, and I struggled, uh, I would say, uh, in especially in my high school years. And uh, I think one, because the, the environment was very competitive, uh, which I kind of see that as, uh, you know, a, I guess the advantage to go to university, you kind of already kind of have that edge. But yeah, very much, uh, I would say, struggled <laughs> uh, in that aspect. So, uh, so I brought mostly B grades, um, and I think formal education, um, you know, has its place, uh, and I think I have some opinions around that. But um, I think it definitely opens doors in um, just I think expecting more from yourself, uh, and you know, having something on paper. But I wouldn't say, at least what I've learned so far is the exact formula to being successful because you can always learn you know being going to, getting for education is supposed to be to learn learning can happen beyond the four walls of school beyond the four walls of work um so i definitely believe in self-educating um reading you know very much you know networking um getting around the right people etc right so um, but that was my experience going through um, just education um, in, in those institutions. So next slide for me. Yeah, so a little bit going after school, um, going into the workforce, uh, as many of you, uh, you know, will end up going to. Uh, these are just all the positions I've held in, um, in my accomplishments there. And uh, I would say post, yeah, post-college, the workforce really changes you, I think, as a person. Uh, what it took to be um, successful or what hard work was in school was very different in the workforce, right? Uh, you know, you kind of on a different schedule, your mindset changes, your priorities, uh, and so, and your commitments, right? So, uh, and now you have, I guess, in some ways I learned how to be more life responsible, right? Um, so I think that, you know, all the opportunities that I've kind of got uh, on my paper here, uh, yeah, it was very much solo. So I think a lot of people kind of share that similar experience where, you know, you don't have a big network of like, especially like in your family to have like a blueprint to follow, right? And you very much either get scrappy, you get resourceful. And I wasn't really great also at reaching out for help because, you know, if you reach out for help, it almost seems like you don't know what you're doing or it's a sign of weakness. Uh, and so I think, I guess, rechecking that because yeah, people are willing to help. Uh, you just need to, you know, um, ask nicely. <laughs> and um, yeah, and I always feel like networking is, uh, it's not always, you know, you do something for me and I do something for you transactional, but 
building like genuine relations relationships right um so yeah the, that is my post-college experience there next slide yeah, so I wanted to list, uh, no, by no means am I like Oprah where, you know, I have all this wisdom, but, um, you know, I would say a lot of things in between, you know, life, you know, relationships, et cetera, play a big part in, I guess, my journey to just understanding what I want and how to live authentically, I would say. Uh, and, you know, the first thing I wrote is, um, having a loving and supportive family is truly a advantage in life uh, and a privilege because not everyone has, you know, those relationships you can sometimes, um, yeah, can guide you, right, uh, and et cetera. So uh, making mistakes is okay. And kind of going back to my formal education, I think school doesn't always encourage, uh, you know, that you can make mistakes, but mistakes is how we learn and improve, right? Um, your mental health is very important because you only have one. Uh, what's what are my values that are important to me? Um, I never really considered that as yeah something that I need to ask in life. <laughs> um, my ideas around marriage and kids have evolved, uh, and I very much that um, yeah in a positive direction because there's no there shouldn't never be any like you know, you have to do X, Y, Z at a certain time in your life, right? So, um, and how to balance work and life, uh, because life can get overwhelming. And uh, are we working uh, to live or are we living to work, right? Um, and just other questions I've asked myself, you know, what does it mean to be successful for me? Because everyone defines that, what, what it means to be successful differently. Is it buying a house? Is it um, making X amount of money? Uh, and, you know, do you want a certain amount of time with your relationships? Um, and, you know, again, I never really considered that um, or thought about beyond, you know, what we're doing for our, you know, um, yeah, for our work and jobs, right? So next slide for me, Oscar. Yeah, I, I don't know if, you know, there's any practical takeaways that I can share here, um, but these are just some, you know, things I've learned and applied myself uh, and I'm taking away. So getting around like-minded people is important to me, um, just like everyone networking. So I try to network um, and go do something at least quarterly um, that's, you know, in my industry uh, or, you know, maybe even outside of that or, you know, change my different friend groups uh, because I think I learned a lot from other people just as much. Uh, and success is an inside out job. Uh, so I try to read 15 minutes a day uh, to, yeah, have something positive. Uh, it, I feel like doing that in the morning really gives me sort of an edge, uh, right? Because you set your mind right. And when you set your mind right, you can take on more throughout the day, right? Uh, when you feel like you're behind the eight ball, that's when I go into a bad place. <laughs> um, negotiating. Uh, so I never really did this in my early part of my career. So I really uh, would advise anyone in their early stages to know what you're worth. I know in the be very beginning, you, you know, you want to take anything that'll pay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, I think that's true and not true because uh, once you get a little experience, like you should be looking out for yourself and almost being selfish to, you know, not lowball yourself um, and knowing how 
knowing your worth is really important through, you know, job searches and, uh, you know, not because people will, um, you teach people how you want to be treated. Uh, and so having the numbers and things. So I put down just a couple of very popular negotiation tools. I use salary.com and pay scale uh, on both of those to, um, yeah, what you, what you should make me in like a median, right? Uh, being a forever student of your craft. Um, if anyone's heard of the 10,000 hour rule uh, and how do, you, how do you find more opportunities, right? Or create more opportunities for yourself. Um, and, you know, it's kind of a general advice to be saying that, you know, when, when you're good at what you do, people go find you, right? So what I do is try to invest in continued education, online courses, you know, reading, um, and kind of very much, uh, you know, also finding uh, people that can mentor you has been, I know someone, other people in the panel said that, uh, because if you're not truly uh, learning from someone who's better and sharper than you, uh, you're not truly getting ahead. Uh, so I, I have been trying to seek out other yeah, professionals in my arena that I can learn, um, you know, not just the uh, X, Y, Z, this is how you do something, but also maybe the outside things uh, that contributes to you being a high performer, right? So um, yeah, adopting a winning mindset. Uh, so uh, I put those two books, especially Brene Brown's material, because I really love her, yeah, her her outlook because, um you know, things happen in life. And, you know, I, I like to try to adopt the you're a victor, um, not a victim of your situation. So yeah, so I want to write something profound uh, here and in kind of uh, just coming out of Halloween. So the scary thing is your fate is in your hands. But the exciting thing at the same time is your fate is in your hands. So uh, yeah, so that is my talk for today. Uh, thank you so much for letting me share. I don't know if, you know, any part of it resonated. I hope maybe inspired someone, uh, you know, my story, uh, but I'd love to, yeah, take any time to answer any questions. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and uh, folks, I can attest to Wendy's here networking because um, I put out a call for speakers whenever it was, couple months ago and whenever and uh, Wendy through LinkedIn reached out to me and she reminded me that we met at a workshop that I did and she's very gracious gracious and that workshop I think it was probably maybe like I don't know Wendy five six years ago or something yes. like that <laughs> but uh yeah. yeah she is a great networker um thank you let me uh I let me see if there's any uh, sorry Angelica any questions in the chat or anything that uh stands out I was having a little difficulty seeing the chat um, in, a, in a minute here, but um, any, any, any questions? We have lots of praise and lots of thank yous, Wendy. Um, I, I got a lot of good laughs from my end. I, I did take a screenshot of your A, B, C, D, and <laughs> F. Um, I believe that's why my brother learned how to cook so young, um, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, we do have a question here. What is one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Hmm. Okay. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's a good, that's a hard one to answer. My younger self, uh, who, yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. I would say like not to be shy, but that's not really, an advice uh but 
yeah, I think the mistakes one, kind of what I mentioned there, like, you know, uh, yeah, being comfortable with making mistakes. Yeah, that's having that perfectionist mindset. Yeah, I would say that that would be my number one. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Yeah. And, a, and a tough one. It's, it's simple, you hear it. But it's a tough one to uh, to do, right? To like be willing to make mistakes because we society in general punishes us for making mistakes. I mean, education system, you get an F, you're a failure, you know, something wrong with you. You make a mistake at work, you could get fired, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I say something wrong to my mom and dad when they were alive, they could smack me across, the, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, you're, you're right though. Um, when the getting comfortable with making those, those mistakes and picking ourselves back up. Um, fantastic. Any, uh, anything else Angelica, on the, in the chat? I believe that's it. Awesome. Well, Wendy, thank you again for your, uh, presentation. Uh, and sharing uh, your story. And I love these type of talks where uh, when we share our story, but with some life lessons there. And so thank you for the courage to uh, share it with us. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you very much for your time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Career Talk with OG. Be sure to rate us and let us know what content you want to see on our next podcast. For more information, visit our website at www.aspedaconsulting.com.